you got cooking? How about cooking something up with me? Let's stir it up, boys. Welcome to the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show. A weekly excursion into the fine art of preparing the world's most popular recipes under an open sky and an open flame. Boyd's One Stop is located at the base of the Texas City Dyke. Now, here's the old grill sergeant, Randy Hayes. Hey, happy Mother's Day weekend, everybody. Yep, tomorrow is the mother of all days. <laughs> Mother's Day. And that reminds me of my darling baby daughter, Skyler. Well, she likes to play this little game with my wife, Cindy, when she gets her on the phone. She'll say, Ma, Mom, Mama, Mama, Mamacita. <laughs> and she'll just go on calling out every name for mother she can think of until Cindy starts to cry with laughter. I swear that girl is absolutely hilarious sometimes. I have no idea where she gets that. <laughs> My mother always insisted that I call her mother. Well, she was very proper and refined, and she thought mom didn't show enough respect. And I do remember that's what she called my grandma, mother. At least that's what she called her when she didn't refer to her by her nickname, Duchess. So I grew up having mother just pounded into my head, and it Really wasn't until I was an adult that she finally gave up and just accepted me calling her mom. Yeah, we had a complicated relationship. But I always knew she loved me and wanted what was best for me. We just didn't always agree on what that was, you know what I mean? Or as Winona Judd said to me on more than one occasion, if it's not one thing, it's your mother. <laughs> and boy, she had one heck of a mother, didn't she? Actually, they were very close, despite some of the very public troubles that they had with each other over the years, and still do, I understand. But that's how it goes in families sometimes. No family is perfect. We all have troubles. But this weekend is a reminder to us all that we should just put aside all those differences we have with other members of our families and show them the love, you know? So as Louis Grizzard titled one of his books, don't forget to call your mama. I wish I could call mine. And you know, that's exactly how I feel. I wish I could call my mom, uh, my mother, this weekend. But she'll live on in my heart. At least for as long as my heart keeps beating, anyway. And you know, our concept of what our mothers look like and how they act has really changed over the decades, hasn't it? For instance, I can clearly recall the TV moms we grew up watching in the 50s. You know, they wore dresses with petticoats and high heels and pearl necklaces and earrings, all while they were cleaning the house and cooking dinner, right? Well, let me tell you, I grew up during those years, and my mother did not dress like that. Well, yeah, she'd wear those kind of outfits when she was still in the working world, but after I was born, she was a stay-at-home mom, a mother. And she'd dress up when we went out, you know, to eat in a restaurant, go to church. But she didn't dress that way when she was doing housework. <laughs> she might wear a skirt and a blouse, but it didn't have petticoats. And she darn sure didn't wear high heels around the house. But that's how television portrayed stay-at-home moms in the 50s. You know, Harriet Nelson on Ozzie and Harriet and Margaret Anderson on Father Knows Best. Probably the best-known 50s TV mom was June Cleaver on Leave it to Beaver. Remember her? Yeah, our image of how our moms acted and looked has really evolved over the years. Yeah, from June Cleaver to Mama June. <laughs> wow, that's a stark comparison, ain't it? It just makes Winona Judd look a whole lot smarter. If it's not one thing, it's your mother. So don't forget to call your mama. Sure wish I could call mine. I have so many endearing and even compelling stories about my mother. She was a straight-A student, and she always envisioned me being the same, but that was never going to happen. In fact, that was probably the first time her goals and my goals came in conflict with one another, but it certainly wasn't the last. That's why I say my relationship with my mother was complicated. She desperately wanted me to become a doctor or a dentist, 
that didn't interest me in the least. I was born a dreamer. I wanted to be a quarterback, a TCU quarterback, but I didn't have any athletic talent. So when my voice changed at 11, I developed an intense interest in broadcasting. My mother was not impressed. Plus, she was convinced that my very average grades in school would keep me from ever going to college. Boy, was she wrong. Her perception of what it took to get into TCU was just way off. I started applying to colleges, and she forced me to apply to Howard Payne and Hardin-Simmons, even though I had no desire to go to either one of those schools. See, my mother was sure that I wasn't academically qualified to get into TCU, but I was accepted almost instantly. Once I got my acceptance letter from TCU, I just threw away any letters I got from other schools. TCU was my first and my last choice, and my mother was just shocked when I got in so easily. Now, don't get me wrong, she was very proud, but she was just surprised. By the time I went to college, I'd already been in radio for a few years, so my mother had accepted the fact I was not going to be a doctor or a dentist, but my grades were still a major sticking point in our complicated relationship. She just couldn't understand why I didn't take school as seriously as I took my broadcasting career. And it really caused friction between us, at least until I started to have some real success in radio and TV. And it was at that point she finally accepted, yes, my son is respected in the broadcasting industry. And from then on, she was very proud of me. But as I tried to think back on how I honored my mother on Mother's Day over the years, I conjured up a memory of a gift I gave her when I was very young. Now, I'll be honest enough to admit, I don't recall what the occasion was. It could have been Mother's Day, but it was just as likely Christmas or her birthday. I don't remember. The story behind it is what's interesting. It became a family legend. It was passed down over the decades. I think you'll enjoy it. Like I say, I was very young, preschool age for sure. So my father and I went shopping for her gift. Pop kept saying to me, now you can't tell your mother what the gift is. It's a surprise. <laughs> he said that to me on the way to shop for the gift. He said that to me as we were buying the gift. He said that to me on the way home from buying the gift. He wanted to make sure that I didn't spill the beans because I was a free spirit if there ever was one. Yeah, that was actually another source of contention between my mother and me. I was loose-lipped, as she liked to say. I was likely to spout off at the mouth without any regard for whether it was something my parents wanted to stay inside the family or not. I didn't care. It was my job to talk, so I talked freely about anything and everything. That served me well in broadcasting, but that's why my dad was so careful to repeatedly remind me that I shouldn't tell my mother what we bought her for her gift. So he and I walked in with a gift, already wrapped very nicely, and my mother knew the lengths to which my father had gone to make sure I didn't let the cat out of the bag. So she leaned down to me with a huge smile on her face, and she kiddingly asked, "'What did you get me, Randy?' I glanced up at Pop and said, well, I can't tell you what it is, but it's green and it's pretty and you wear it around your neck. <laughs> my dad planted his palm on his forehead, but my mother just howled with laughter. She thought it was one of the cutest things her little boy had ever said, and she loved to tell that story over and over again for the rest of her life. Fast forward now, over 50 years later, my mother had long since passed away, and my father's funeral had been only a few weeks earlier. We were cleaning out their house in preparation for selling it, and there was a lot to clean out. As a matter of fact, my mother always took great glee in telling my wife, no, I'm going to leave all that stuff for you to clean out, honey. And she did. It was a job so big that it literally took my wife, my kids, and me working together over several weekends to get it all done. And amid all those old magazines from the 60s and the out-of-date bank statements from the 70s, I found a simple little box with an ancient, worthless piece of costume jewelry inside. I held it up for my family to see, and I said, It's green, and it's pretty, and you wear it around your neck. That necklace had absolutely no monetary value whatsoever. But to my mother, it was priceless because her only child had given it to her, and she could never, ever throw it away.
and neither could I. It's a family heirloom, and it will always remind me of the complicated yet loving relationship I had with my mother. So, happy Mother's Day weekend, everybody. I hope you enjoy it. Oh, and don't forget to call your mama. Sure wish I could call mine. If your barbecue's gone up in smoke and your cooking reputation is at stake, stick around. The Old Grill Sergeant will be right back with more ideas and advice to make your next cookout sizzle. Boyd's One Stop. The name says it all. If you like seafood, you'll love Boyd's. Conveniently located at the base of the Texas City Dyke. Boyd's One Stop has bait, tackle, fresh seafood, and even a restaurant all at 227 Dyke Road. If you fish Galveston Bay, Boyd's is the one and only stop for everything you need. There's a reason why they're called the live shrimp capital of Texas. But they've also got lots of finger mullet, croaker, plus fresh dead shrimp, shad, and squid. Plus, Boyd's has tackle galore, ice and ice chests, and cold drinks and snacks. Just need fresh fish for a family seafood feast? The freshest seafood, like table shrimp, live blue crab, and crawfish when in season, is in stock and ready for you at Boyd's. And if you're hungry right now, check out Boyd's Cajun Grill Express right next door. With a wide variety of breakfast, lunch, and dinner items like crawfish, oyster po'boys, and fried seafood platters. Boyd's One Stop, the name says it all, 227 Dyke Road at the base of the Texas City Dyke. It's Randy Hames again. Everybody needs a video or a new website or help in managing their social media, and my company, Edgewater Digital, can help. We help small businesses navigate the intimidating world of digital marketing. You've got a business to run, and you don't have time or expertise to build and maintain your website all by yourself, and you certainly don't have time to generate content for it. And when's the last time you had an extra hour or two to manage your company's internet ads or social media accounts? Like, never, right? Well, at Edgewater Digital, that's what we do. We have a talented web design team who've built a number of incredibly successful websites for companies large and small. Need content too? No problem. Edgewater can provide copywriting, photography, and videography services to enhance the content on your website, email marketing, or even social media. We're a full-service digital marketing solution with a track record of success. Call us today at 832-500-4272 or see our website edgewater-digital.com. Randy Hames here, proud to introduce you to Belleville Meat Market, just 15 minutes south of Hempstead and 15 minutes north of Sealy on Highway 36 in Belleville. My good friends Jared and Marcus Poffenberger operate Belleville Meat Market, an old-fashioned butcher shop with superior products and great customer service. There's always a butcher on site at Belleville Meat Market, and their new processing plant is right next door. Hunters, a computer tracking system will follow your venison, wild hog, or exotics through every step of the process to ensure you get your meat your way. At Belleville Meat Market, you can pick and choose the cuts of beef, pork, or chicken you want, and they feature 28 flavors of pecan smoked sausage. Plus, Belleville Meat Market only uses lean pork in their sausage, so you get more meat and less fat. Tailgaters, drop by on your way to the game and get just what you need to feed your crew. Belleville Meat Market, just 15 minutes south of Hempstead and 15 minutes north of Sealy on Highway 36 in Belleville. Visit BellevilleMeatMarket.com or call 979-865-5782. Hey guys, Randy Hames here to tell you about my good friend Rick Allspa at the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique in Kingwood. I've known Rick for years, and he's one of the finest Christian men I've ever met, but he's also got a dynamite hardware store at 2720 Westlake Houston Parkway in Kingwood. The original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique has everything you'd expect to find in a top-of-the-line hardware store, but with the personal service that's missing from the big-box stores. The original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique has tools and automotive, lawn and garden, electrical and plumbing, paint and hardware, all under one roof. But Rick is also an avid backyard chef, so the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique features a complete barbecue pit house. From gas to charcoal grills to fryers and steamers, they've got it all at the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique. They even offer grill maintenance and repair. Visit their website, allspas.com, or just drop by and see for yourself. The original Allspas Hardware and Boutique at 2720 West Lake Houston Parkway in Kingwood. Life is simple. Eat, sleep, grill. This is the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show. Boyd's One Stop is located at the base of the Texas City Dyke. Now, here's the grill father, Randy Hames. 
You know, we try to have fun on this show, and this next guest is a guy who loves to have fun and laugh. It's our friend and avid backyard chef, Shane Mesh. Welcome back, buddy. Hey, Rick. How are you today? Well, uh, man, I'm excited to be back here uh, w- with you. Well, we're excited to have you. So how are you and your family? No Rona in the house, we hope. No, 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 no. We're, we're all doing good here. Uh, you know, uh, things are kind of at a, at a different normal, if you would, but uh, we're all good here. Uh, you know, I, I'm going to have to watch uh, my eating here a little bit. <laughs> you know, we like to cook, so uh, <laughs> being indoors a lot is uh, takes its toll. Yeah, I have to admit, I've put on five to ten, and I'm wearing sweatpants a lot more. As a matter of fact, I put on a pair of slacks to go to church this past weekend, and I had to undo the buckle at the top. <laughs> <laughs> I swear I've never had to do that. <laughs> so I hesitate to ask this next question because I always try to be respectful of other people's decisions. But have you and your wife, Nicole, been vaccinated yet? Randy, we, we haven't. Uh, we've gone back and forth on this issue. Uh, I mean, I respect everybody's uh, right to do so. Uh, and, you know, I don't want to, I don't push my views on anyone else. It's my own personal views of, of where I stand on it. But uh, we're monitoring the situation. We're keeping an eye on what's going on. Well, I, like you, try to avoid judging other people's opinions about the vaccine. But I couldn't wait to get the two shots just so I could go back to my grandson's little league games. That's my social life. <laughs> While we're on the subject of family, are your parents still alive, Shane? Uh, my mother's still alive. My dad passed a few years back. So, do you have any special plans for your mother for Mother's Day tomorrow? Well, I, I don't have plans with my mother uh, for tomorrow, although I'll be contacting her. But very shortly here, we're uh, expecting to celebrate her birthday. My mother is an identical twin, and uh, she and my aunt will be uh, 80 years old here this year. Uh, so we're trying to get the family together and, and have a little celebration for, for both of them. Uh, I haven't seen my mom in, in a bit uh, directly, so I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I do talk to her on a regular basis. Well, this is the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show, and what we do best is talking about special meals that we can prepare for the special people in our lives. And cards and flowers are nice for Mother's Day. Taking them out to a restaurant's cool, but cooking and serving a homemade meal, that's true love. Now, we know you love to cook, so do you have any plans to do that for the woman who mothered your children, say, for instance? Well, we have plans with friends to go to a crawfish bowl, but uh, I'm going to have to do something. I'll probably knock out a, a pretty decent breakfast uh, uh, for her at least, you know. Well, it is mom's day off after all. Well, it, it is, and, and I, I haven't been cooking as much lately, and she's been doing more of it, so uh, I'll take that as the hint to make sure that I definitely do that. <laughs> well, I'm glad I could plant the seed there, brother. Uh, Shane is a very thoughtful guy. And when we say that, we don't necessarily mean that he's thoughtful with regard just to his family or just to his loved ones. Shane has put together a collection of thoughtful observations on life. Talk about how all of that started long before the book came along. Oh, gosh, Randy. Uh, so quite a few years ago, I had a couple of ideas that I, I wrote down, just kind of a, a quick quote that I, I was trying to put something together for my uh, email signature. And I came up with something and, and started using it. And I had so many people contact me and say, I really love this. Or can I use this? This is great. And, and it caught me off, off guard because I, I thought it was okay. But I mean, I, you know, it's the first time I did anything like it, it, it didn't dawn on me that it had that much of an impact on, on folks. And that kind of stirred me up to start writing more I started keeping these things uh, over the years as I would write them and improve on them. And, you know, I, I put my humor into that a bit, too, you know, as, as you probably can well imagine. Mm-hmm. So uh, eventually I decided to compile this together and, and put it into a book, which I did back in uh, and published around uh, the early part of 2018. It was more of a personal project for me. Uh, I, I did put it out, uh, you know, publicly for sale. Uh, I, I did give away a bunch of copies to friends and family that it was kind of my original intent, but I've had fun with that. And since that time, I've tried to continue writing. And at least for the first two and a half years preceding that, I, I wrote a new quote every day. 
the last few months or so, it, it's been a little bit harder to keep up uh, since I, I started a, a new job to keep up with things daily. But I still generate them on a regular basis, and uh, I enjoy doing it. There's potentially a new book that I'll do here because I'll be reaching a thousand new quotes here before too long, and uh, I have to make a decision what I'm going to do with them. So I, I want to find a way to share them with uh, with friends again and, and public who may enjoy it. So, what's the title of this book that you've already written, the one in 2018? Yeah, so that's called Mesh's Musings. Okay, we want to hear some of these musings. Sure. Now, you told me before we came on the air that you've written some more recent musings. So why don't you give us a few of them? Okay, so answers always come easier when the risk belongs to another. (laughs) I think that goes without saying, but still explain what you mean by that. Well... Okay, and, and, and I'll freely admit I've probably been guilty of this. You know, we, we, we give input to things uh, and advice to others and, and uh, friends or on situations where that answer does come easier to us. And it may not look like it comes easy to them, but we don't have the risk that maybe they're taking to come up with that decision uh, or, or an answer for whatever the problem may, uh, may lie in front of them. So... I was thinking about that, and it's a certain situation that may have come up at the time, and and, uh, I generated the quote based off of that. And while it's simple, if you really think about it, I mean, it's still relatively deep. Not bad for a Cajun boy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so don't stop there. Give us another one. Okay, this was a little bit more on a serious note. Dread the day when taking action is no longer an option on decisions put off until tomorrow. Whoa, a lot of moving parts there. Explain yourself, young man. (laughs) One one day, uh, our time is going to come and and we will no longer be able to decide certain things that we could have easily taken action on. Uh, And the the, the inference of this is, you know, don't put off things until tomorrow uh, because the more you put it off, eventually they'll never happen. That day will come where you will not be able to act on things. So it's about setting priorities and, and, um, you know, we can't act on, on all our wishes, obviously, but it, it's it's one of those where it forces you to maybe step back a little bit and think about your priorities and see, you know, am I putting something off that I really should not be putting off? Or as Jim Bob Jumpback used to say on the Hudson and Harrigan show, never put off until tomorrow what you can go ahead and put off right now. <laughs> <laughs> so I like that. That is good. So give us another one, Shane. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see here. Making peace with an unsettled past rewards an uncluttered future. And that means? Well, you know, uh, when we have things that are unsettled in our lives, uh, something in our past that we haven't, you know, uh, made good with or, 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 you know, made peace with it, uh, it lingers. And uh, it drags on into your future. At, At some point, you need to deal with it. You know, you can put it off as long as you want, but it lingers in the back of your mind. So... It's good to accept it, make peace with what, however that needs to be. If it means just accepting what is it is what is, or, you know, uh, uh, going to an individual and making peace with that individual for something that may have happened in the past. So whatever that may be for you, uh, the longer you let that go on without settling it in your mind, it, it, you, you carry it with you into your future. Do you have an audiobook version of Mesh's Musings? You know you have a friend in the audiobook industry, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, Randy, you know, uh, that is definitely going to have to be a consideration because, uh, you know, <laughs> when I was doing my uh, podcast for a bit, I, I did enjoy doing the audio uh, side of things. I, I've never taken the time to do it. Now, from my book standpoint, I have a good friend of mine that was a good fishing buddy of mine that has been on TikTok and doing that. And he reads one of the passages from my book every day uh, to his audience. And he does such a great job. It's like, I, I wouldn't do the book, but I have a thousand new ones that I could do. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show. And Shane is one of our favorite and most accomplished backyard chefs. So we want to spend some time talking to him about the subject at hand for the last few weeks, spring cleaning our outdoor cookers. Can you stick around, Shane? Absolutely. Happy to do so. Stay patient. Dinner will be ready right after the smoke alarm goes off. Randy will be right back with more smoke and hot tips for you and your old plane right after this short break. 
Hey guys, Randy Hames here to tell you about my good friend Rick Allspa at the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique in Kingwood. I've known Rick for years and he's one of the finest Christian men I've ever met, but he's also got a dynamite hardware store at 2720 Westlake Houston Parkway in Kingwood. The original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique has everything you'd expect to find in a top-of-the-line hardware store, but with the personal service that's missing from the big box stores. The original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique has tools and automotive, lawn and garden, electrical and plumbing, paint and hardware, all under one roof. But Rick is also an avid backyard chef, so the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique features a complete barbecue pit house. From gas to charcoal grills to fryers and steamers, they've got it all at the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique. They even offer grill maintenance and repair. Visit their website, allspas.com, or just drop by and see for yourself. The original All Spas Hardware and Boutique at 2720 West Lake Houston Parkway in Kingwood. Boyd's One Stop. The name says it all. If you like seafood, you'll love Boyd's, conveniently located at the base of the Texas City Dyke. Boyd's One Stop has bait, tackle, fresh seafood, and even a restaurant, all at 227 Dyke Road. If you fish Galveston Bay, Boyd's is the one and only stop for everything you need. There's a reason why they're called the live shrimp capital of Texas. But they've also got lots of finger mullet, croaker, plus fresh dead shrimp, shad, and squid. Plus, Boyd's has tackle galore, ice and ice chests, and cold drinks and snacks. Just need fresh fish for a family seafood feast? The freshest seafood, like table shrimp, live blue crab, and crawfish when in season, is in stock and ready for you at Boyd's. And if you're hungry right now, check out Boyd's Cajun Grill Express right next door. With a wide variety of breakfast, lunch, and dinner items like crawfish, oyster po'boys, and fried seafood platters. Boyd's One Stop, the name says it all, 227 Dyke Road at the base of the Texas City Dyke. Hi friends, Randy Haynes to tell you about Cellular and Satellite. Cellular and Satellite are specialists in wireless data plans for businesses. Because they buy in large quantities, Cellular and Satellite can give you a data plan on the same provider you're using today, but at a lower cost. Cellular and Satellite can also combine the two largest wireless providers into a single data plan. Two carriers with better coverage, but only one invoice to pay. If your workforce is international, Cellular and Satellite offers a global data SIM with fixed pricing in over 200 countries. You'll never have to pay international roaming charges again with Cellular and Satellite. And they can handle all your wireless data needs whether you need 10 or 10,000 data SIMs. So if you're an IT professional, mobility manager, or business owner, save money and increase your network availability by letting Cellular and Satellite simplify your wireless life. Call Cellular and Satellite today, 832-551-1000, or go to CellularAndSatellite.com. Randy Hames here, proud to introduce you to Belleville Meat Market, just 15 minutes south of Hempstead and 15 minutes north of Sealy on Highway 36 in Belleville. My good friends Jared and Marcus Poffenberger operate Belleville Meat Market, an old-fashioned butcher shop with superior products and great customer service. There's always a butcher on site at Belleville Meat Market, and their new processing plant is right next door. Hunters, a complete computer tracking system will follow your venison, wild hog, or exotics through every step of the process to ensure you get your meat your way. At Belleville Meat Market, you can pick and choose the cuts of beef, pork, or chicken you want, and they feature 28 flavors of pecan smoked sausage. Plus, Belleville Meat Market only uses lean pork in their sausage, so you get more meat and less fat. Tailgaters, drop by on your way to the game and get just what you need to feed your crew. Belleville Meat Market, just 15 minutes south of Hempstead and 15 minutes north of Sealy on Highway 36 in Belleville. Visit BellevilleMeatMarket.com or call 979-865-5782. Stand back. We've got our grill on. This is the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show. Boyd's One Stop is located at the base of the Texas City Dyke. Now, here's the grill father, Randy Hayes. We're proud to have Shane Mesh as our guest on the show today. Shane lived in Kazakhstan, is that right, Shane? In Kazakhstan for a bit, yes. Yeah, so how long ago was that? Uh, that was uh, from 2016 to uh, pretty much the latter part of 2017. And if we recall correctly, you told us one of the favorite dishes in Kazakhstan is horse meat? That is correct. Horse is a favorite protein for the uh, locals there. 
can't exactly run out to the Belleville meat market and pick up horse meat, can you? <laughs> no, no, I, I guess you can. <laughs> I, I have been to other countries where it was sold, uh, but, but I had never uh, really attempted because it was not something that was focused on. But, you know, the Kazakhs, it's a big protein, and, and they're proud to share their dishes with uh, people. Well, Shane has written a really cool book that we talked about in the first segment. It's called Mesh's Musings. So tell us how we can buy your book. So, Randy, it's currently available on uh, Amazon, uh, both the uh, hardback edition and, and the uh, paperback edition. Uh, I did have some, and I think I've run here low where I, you could uh, get it from my website, and I would do a signed copy. But I think I'm low here right now. I'll have to get some more. But if somebody really wants one, I'll work with them to get it. I, I've got a website, uh, shanemesh.com, and you can find some information there as well. Well, give us at least one more Meshes musing. <laughs> okay, let's see here. Here's a really good one that I, I got a lot of uh, feedback from people on. Acknowledge weakness or strength of character demands accountability to self. And you mean by that? Well, when we acknowledge our, our own weaknesses uh, in life, we're being accountable to who we are. We're not denying it. Um, you know, it's not something you necessarily have to share with the world, <laughs> with your weaknesses, but right. you know, uh, you're not being fair to yourself or true to yourself. If you don't acknowledge that here's a weakness I have, we all have them, you know, to some varying degree. So, um, it, it's one of those uh, things that you just, you know, it, it's, it's about self-respect and how, how you look at yourself. Sure. It, you know, it, it, it was funny because it reminded me, I had an article that I wanted to write uh, some time ago, I, and I wrote some notes on it, and I, I never completed it, but I think I'm going to have to go back and get it done. Uh, I think you'll appreciate this. I, I want to write an article that's uh, my theories around how to be a better sinner. <laughs> I think I've pretty much got that down. <laughs> <laughs> Well, now you see, I have some, I have some what I can work with on this. <laughs> if you need any testimonials, I've got some firsthand experience here. But Shane is also a prodigious at-home chef, both outdoors and indoors. So let's get you to talk about some of the food items you've prepared lately. What you got cooking, Shane? Uh, you know, Randy, a, a whole a slew of things. I, I haven't done as much myself lately. Nicole has been doing most of it. She does a great job uh, uh, trying all kinds of new things on me. So far, she hasn't hurt me. They've all been good. <laughs> uh, I, I, I had been wanting to do a, a, a tri-tip on the grill for some time, and I'd never done one. So I, I have one uh, actually sitting here marinating right now with, with a, a kind of a Santa Maria dry rub. Uh, I'm hoping to put on the pit uh, before too long and, and give it a cook. Um, so th it'll be my first, you know, I cooked, a, obviously cooked a lot of meat, but it is the first time I do a tri-tip. It just looks so good. I, I had to go for it. So uh, that's one. The other thing is that uh, for whatever reason, Nicole had a craving for quail. So she bought a whole bunch of quail and, and cooks them up. Uh, oh gosh, it must've been uh, two or three weeks ago. And they were absolutely perfectly cooked which i'll give credit for because i find that they're a bit difficult to cook to get them to the right tenderness and, and not overcooked where, where they're easy to eat and uh they were great so uh kudos to her on that <laughs> i don't know that i would have been so successful well that sounds great and we'll be over for dinner later on okay <laughs> <laughs> today and for the last few weeks on the boyd seafood outdoor cooking show we've been discussing the unenviable task of spring cleaning our outdoor cookers which is a job that i will admit i need to do more regularly how about you shane do you clean out your outdoor cookers as often as you know you should uh you're going to really make me admit this here. <laughs> <laughs> Darn straight. Oh, no, I, I, I'm a little lax sometimes. Sometimes I'm, I'm ahead of thing. And in fact, I, I need to do some more cleaning uh, as we speak on, on my uh, smoker. No, I get behind sometimes. But, uh, you know, just as important as just the regular cleaning, one thing that I noticed uh, that people probably ought to uh, give consideration to is look at all of your equipment, especially your your uh, 
any cookers all that are a propane uh, generated gas generated look at them from a safety standpoint i've got an old burner uh, that I, I used to cook with uh, outdoors with that uh well let's just say it's pretty much on its last leg i, I need to ditch it and, and get rid of it I, i'm going to create a safety hazard for myself <laughs> uh, well let's start out by identifying the depth of your addiction how many outdoor cookers do you own shane well, not enough, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Greg Burlocker likes to say that he had to sell one of his cars just to make room for all the outdoor <laughs> cookers he has in his garage. Uh, you can't eat the car, you know? <laughs> that's it. I, I, I'm, I'm a little light right now because I, I want to add some things uh, uh, to what I have. You know, I've got boilers and I've got burners and, you know, I, I've, I've got a, a, an old smoky that I use uh, primarily when I cook. But I, I, I want to add a different grill and I don't know specifically what it's called, but where, where I can easily raise and lower the grill itself to, to, to coals to do, try some different things with. Uh, I've seen a few out there. Uh, maybe I'll convince my brother to make me one. He's so, he's such a good fabricator and welder. So <laughs> I'll have to get with him. Wow. And, and, and the other thing that I, I, I want to go back to that I had years ago that I, I kind of let go kind of in the move is uh, I would like a big outdoor walk as well. That is always fun to cook on for certain things. And uh, I, I did it a lot years ago and I kind of miss that. I don't have a good setup right now. If I try now, I'm literally going to burn something. <laughs> <laughs> so do you have any cleansers or detergents that you use to clean your cookers? Or do you find that alters the taste of the food you grill or smoke or fry? Well, if I do a really good cleaning I like to use a, a, an oven cleaner if I'm going to do do something like that, but I'm going to wash it off really good. And um, more than likely, what I will do is, you know, I'm, I'm going to put a little cooking oil on my grill and, and, and kind of slather it back up. And, and I'm going to fire it back up and, and, and let it uh, burn through and cook uh, a bit before I'll actually go back and use it again if I, I use any chemical cleaner. I, I prefer not to, but get a little behind sometimes that extra hand <laughs> that you get from that helps. <laughs> yeah, some of that stuff gets burned on there, and it's really hard to get off. Yeah, you know, Randy, sometimes I take a little extra uh, help from the uh, chemical cleaners, although I don't really care to use it if I don't have to. So what are some pieces of advice that you can give us that you've learned about cleaning your outdoor cookers over the years? Well, you know, one uh, trick that we used for, for a number of years, uh, especially if I was going to do a boiling uh, on a boiling pot, uh, you know, you get some black soot sometimes uh, on the outsides of your pot, which makes it a little bit more difficult to clean. If you take some dishwashing soap and rub it out on, on the outside of it and then cook, the stuff comes right off after. You just got to rinse it all off. So uh, that's a it's a little tip, uh, you know, uh, it generally helps keep things clean. And what's the biggest mistake you ever made cleaning out an outdoor cooker that you'll never make again? <laughs> oh, gosh. I'm trying to think. I, 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 I have to make at least a few, but I can't think of any right offhand. <laughs> well, then let me just contribute here. I didn't use gloves to clean our natural gas grill. I got an infected finger that required a tetanus shot and a bottle full of antibiotic capsules that a horse couldn't swallow. Oh, my God. I will never do that again. <laughs> well, I, okay. I guess I could admit that I did try to clean my grill once with the assumption that I wouldn't get it all over me <laughs> and I didn't use gloves and I didn't have an apron on, uh, needless to say, I pretty much ruined a, a set of clothes. <laughs> this has been our dear friend and backyard chef extraordinaire, Shane Mesh. He has a delightful book titled Mesh's Musings. Tell us again how we can buy that book, pal. It's available on, on Amazon uh, and also my website, uh, shanemesh.com. And repeat after me now, I will hire Randy to record my audiobook. I will hire Randy to record my audiobook. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for your time, pal. Always good to talk to you, and all the best to Nicole. Same here. Thank you, Randy. Life is short. Grill while you can. Randy will be right back with more food and fun after this break. 
Randy Hames here, proud to introduce you to Belleville Meat Market, just 15 minutes south of Hempstead and 15 minutes north of Sealy on Highway 36 in Belleville. My good friends Jared and Marcus Poffenberger operate Belleville Meat Market, an old-fashioned butcher shop with superior products and great customer service. There's always a butcher on site at Belleville Meat Market, and their new processing plant is right next door. Hunters, a computer tracking system will follow your venison, wild hog, or exotics through every step of the process to ensure you get your meat your way. At Belleville Meat Market, you can pick and choose the cuts of beef, pork, or chicken you want, and they feature 28 flavors of pecan smoked sausage. Plus, Belleville Meat Market only uses lean pork in their sausage, so you get more meat and less fat. Tailgaters, drop by on your way to the game and get just what you need to feed your crew. Belleville Meat Market, just 15 minutes south of Hempstead and 15 minutes north of Sealy on Highway 36 in Belleville. Visit BellevilleMeatMarket.com or call 979-865-5782. It's Randy Hames again. Everybody needs a video or a new website or help in managing their social media. And my company, Edgewater Digital, can help. We help small businesses navigate the intimidating world of digital marketing. You've got a business to run and you don't have time or expertise to build and maintain your website all by yourself. And you certainly don't have time to generate content for it. And when's the last time you had an extra hour or two to manage your company's internet ads or social media accounts? Like never, right? Well, at Edgewater Digital, that's what we do. We have a talented web design team who've built a number of incredibly successful websites for companies large and small. Need content too? No problem. Edgewater can provide copywriting, photography, and videography services to enhance the content on your website, email marketing, or even social media. We're a full-service digital marketing solution with a track record of success. Call us today at 832-500-4272 or see our website edgewater-digital.com. Hey guys, Randy Hames here to tell you about my good friend Rick Allspa at the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique in Kingwood. I've known Rick for years and he's one of the finest Christian men I've ever met, but he's also got a dynamite hardware store at 2720 West Lake Houston Parkway in Kingwood. The original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique has everything you'd expect to find in a top-of-the-line hardware store, but with the personal service that's missing from the big box stores. The original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique has tools and automotive, lawn and garden, electrical and plumbing, paint and hardware, all under one roof. But Rick is also an avid backyard chef, so the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique features a complete barbecue pit house. From gas to charcoal grills to fryers and steamers, they've got it all at the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique. They even offer grill maintenance and repair. Visit their website, allspas.com, or just drop by and see for yourself. The original Allspas Hardware and Boutique at 2720 West Lake Houston Parkway in Kingwood. Boyd's One Stop. The name says it all. If you like seafood, you'll love Boyd's. Conveniently located at the base of the Texas City Dyke. Boyd's One Stop has bait, tackle, fresh seafood, and even a restaurant all at 227 Dyke Road. If you fish Galveston Bay, Boyd's is the one and only stop for everything you need. There's a reason why they're called the live shrimp capital of Texas. But they've also got lots of finger mullet, croaker, plus fresh dead shrimp, shad, and squid. Plus, Boyd's has tackle galore, ice and ice chests, and cold drinks and snacks. Just need fresh fish for a family seafood feast? The freshest seafood, like table shrimp, live blue crab, and crawfish when in season, is in stock and ready for you at Boyd's. And if you're hungry right now, check out Boyd's Cajun Grill Express right next door with a wide variety of breakfast, lunch, and dinner items like crawfish, oyster po'boys, and fried seafood platters. Boyd's One Stop, the name says it all, 227 Dyke Road at the base of the Texas City Dyke. May the forks be with you. This is the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show. Boyd's One Stop is located at the base of the Texas City Dyke. Now, here's the guy who turns all the grills on, Randy Hames. Don't look now, but here comes the funniest man I've ever known. It's my old H&H show radio partner, Fred Olson. What's up, my friend? That, that reminds me of... Uh... The worst thing you could ever do to somebody who's about to come on stage after you is go. <laughs> and now I want to introduce a man who's going to tell you the funniest joke you've ever heard. <laughs> I must admit I've done that to people before. <laughs> yeah. Well, don't do that. That's- <laughs> <laughs> well, how's your shoulder doing? I have visions of you picking tomatoes with one hand. <laughs> well, yeah, actually, yeah, I'm getting, I'm getting uh, some days some really 
good with, you know, unwrapping stuff or popping the top off stuff. Some days it's just, I had a bowl of cat food the other day and I was going to feed it in a semi feral cat. And so I'm walking across the, the uh, I'm trying to fill it up with a little kitty kibble, whatever. And I just bam, all over the room. And I went, hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> so, so, so now, so, so now I get to use a broom with one hand. So. Yeah. <laughs> Getting better, though. Well, I have to tell you that you've been on the prayer list at my church for quite a while now, so I hope you're feeling the positive energy being sent your way. I really do. I just, I'm, I'm you know, when they say, don't you ask God for what you want, but don't ask for patience, because he'll put you in a situation that you'll have to use patience. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I hear you. So just say, God, God, give me peace. Yes. And, and, let that, let that cover it. It's funny how, as we get older, peace becomes more and more important, right? <laughs> I, yeah, I, and it's, it's a rare thing. So when I, when I feel it, I really revel in it. And I, I felt covered up in prayer through this entire episode of, of stuff. And and um, I'm getting better. Each and every day is a little bit better. I just get frustrated. You know? Sure. So that's where peace comes in. Well, it, a, a lot of good vibes are being sent your way because I hear people ask about your shoulder every day. Uh, did you see all that good football on TV last weekend? Oh, oh, you mean the draft? No, I meant Sam Houston State beat North Dakota State in the FCS playoffs. It was on ESPN. <laughs> I'm serious. My wife walked through the room. She said, oh, are you watching a replay of a football game? I said, no, this is live. She said, live? What the heck are they playing live football for this time of year? And I explained it was the FCS, and they canceled their season last fall, so they're playing this spring. And she went, I can't get away from football. Oh man, no! I did not know that. I didn't I didn't see that. Otherwise, I I probably would have watched it. Well, they're going to play again this weekend, so don't miss it this time. <laughs> Sam Houston might actually win the national championship. I think that would be great. You know, you know, when I go through some of the channels, and you're all everyone is going through this because there's nothing new on. There really isn't. And there's even on like a Netflix new series, you're going, no, that plot's pretty old. <laughs> but anyway, uh, you you watch it and go, oh, world alpine skiing. Okay, I'll watch it. <laughs> Look, it's curling. I've not watched that in a long time. <laughs> That's the next one I was going to mention. Go, oh, men's curling. Okay. Well, let's talk about the Texans NFL draft. What'd you think? Um, for what was available, I, I, you know, I, since Deshaun probably won't play for us ever again, they needed a backup and, and, uh, Davis is a Davis Mills, Davis Mills, something like that. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> nobody's heard of the guy before, right? <laughs> well, you know, the guy he's got, you know, he played a, a little bit and, and so anyway, that's, that's a possibility. And then they got, a, they traded up for a wide receiver and they were kind of aggressive. Uh, in a couple of moves, uh, we'll see. And they got the, they got kid out of TCU. Right. That's Garrett Wallow. And I don't think he's big enough to play inside linebacker at best. He'll play outside. I bet they switch him to safety. Well, you know what? At this time we have to realize it's camp bodies at a certain point. Yeah. <laughs> you know, round three on, I was looking at a statistic and it said, um, in the last 36 quarterbacks drafted after the second round, only, I think, four to six have made the Pro Bowl. Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, yeah, that's Hope Springs Eternal for Arian Foster and Tom Brady. But, you know, there's going to be a lot of competition. It'll be uh, interesting to see how, how I don't I don't want to say bad, how inept we could be this year. Yeah, well. Because a, a lot of these guys are signed to one-year contracts, so they're like going, well, this this is either my last point in football or my next stopping point to be a backup somewhere. Cause you know, we just, it's, it's going to be interesting. We'll, we'll spend the whole game going, who's that? <laughs> yeah. uh, you can't tell the players without a scorecard. <laughs> yeah. The spring is here and it brings out a lot of snakes. And I, I wanted to hear your take on that. You live out in the country. Have you seen an uptick in snake activity lately? Yes or no? Not yet, but I'm very wary of, of uh, everywhere I go and step right now, every time I go into the barn and I've got a, a pretty large barn. So I, and when I'm, you're moving feed sacks or 
moving a cooker in or out of the way or, or, you know, getting garden stuff picked up here and there, you always got to be aware. And I went in there, it was a couple of years ago and there were a couple uh, uh, copperheads wrapped around a, you know, each other under a feed sack. And I went, Hmm. So in my, I always think that there's a snake or a scorpion in that thing, whatever it is I'm about to open or kick. I always think that and times I've been right. So yeah, nothing yet, but, but I, it doesn't mean they're not, they're not there. The grass has gotten a lot taller around the ranch since I haven't been able to mow with one hand, but uh, they're out there. They're watching. So when you run into a couple of copperheads like that wrapped around each other under a feed sack, what do you do? I grab a very sharp object. I've got like a flathead hoe and uh, it sounds like a chopper for gardening. And I will just pin them down with that and hold on until they stop wiggling. <laughs> or if I'm in the yard and it's, it's not a protected snake, I will get a small scatter gun or, or a pistol that has snake shot or rat shot in it. And I'll use that. Well, most people have that instant reaction to snakes. Kill it! <laughs> but actually, that's not always the best thing to do because sometimes they're just rat snakes, and those are really beneficial to the ecosystem, right? Yeah, they're good. Well, rat snakes or chicken snakes, I think the same kind of thing. But yeah, they, they'll uh, they'll eat a lot. They'll eat mice, and they'll eat other stuff that you don't want around the house. And uh, you know, it's like possums are good. Possums eat ticks, and we have a lot of deer. So there are certain things that are really beneficial that ain't necessarily pretty. And um, you have to kind of let them go and let them live and, and uh, do that. Yeah. But my wife does not like any snake in the house. <laughs> I was going to say, I didn't think Bev was very charitable about snakes. She's And she's a really good shot too, right? <laughs> she's probably better than me. But years ago, we were sitting out at our cabin and there's big jack oak right in front of the porch. And we see this huge snake coming toward us. And my wife was not happy about that. So what does the snake do? Well, it goes right into a hole in that tree and disappears. Big, long snake. And we said, well, that's that's just a round-headed snake, or, or it's not a viper, so it's okay. She goes, uh-uh. Because <laughs> anytime you come out on that the front deck of that little cabin, because that's all we had at the time, you know that snake's right there. Not good. <laughs> so over time, the snake disappeared. Well, the tree went away, too. But, um, yeah. You mean she chopped down the tree to get the snake? <laughs> no, no. The tree over time kind of, it's a jack oak. It was, it was about time for it to go anyway. So, so, uh, <laughs> kill the tree. That'll kill the snake. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we do see them. I saw a couple of coral snakes. Was it last year? Ooh, now those are nasty. I think they move pretty slow and they're not as aggressive as a moccasin. Moccasins can be really aggressive. And uh, just be wary, you know, even in the city, because you think in the city you got nothing. You'll see possums and raccoons on your fence and you'll see mice and you'll see, and where you're going to see mice, you're probably going to see snakes and other stuff too. So just be wary of them. And in the city, you can't just go shooting stuff. You have to call animal control. Otherwise, your neighbors are going, there are gunshots next door. I heard it. <laughs> Well, here comes the roughest transition I'll make in a long time. Yeah. Happy Mother's Day, Fred. <laughs> Why, well, thank you. I, <laughs> Are you going to do anything special for the mother of your children? Yes, I'm not going to say what it is right now because... She can hear you. <laughs> well, that's probably right. Mum's the word for mum. <laughs> next week, we'll talk about it. Okay, all right. Next week, we'll talk about what Fred did for his the mother of his children. Well, here's hoping you get your arm out of your sling soon and you can actually quit sleeping in the recliner and go back to bed i just i hope you do something special for mother's day and i hope it's not just kill a rattlesnake <laughs> give our best to mom bev and we'll talk again soon okay hey, i don't know killing that snake that'd be a big present <laughs> we hope you've enjoyed this edition of the boyd seafood outdoor cooking show Send us your burning questions and favorite recipes in a private message on our Facebook page, The Outdoor Cooking Show, or visit our website, theoutdoorcookingshow.com. Join us next week for more tasty food and fun over a red-hot grill on the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show. I was about cooking something up for me.